The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits here, Wednesday, August 10th edition. Hope you guys had a good Tuesday. Lots of offense around the diamond. They're still going 14 to 5 in Coors as we get going. They got extras in Boston, 7 to 7 in that one. There's just offense galore all around the diamond. So, hope you guys had a good one and uh, it's working out for you. It's a wild one indeed, which we expected on that 14 game slate. But on Wednesday, you have a six game early, nine game main slate. Going to break them both down for you here on Quick Hits. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick or hit us up in the free fancy DJs Discord with questions over there. Give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes. I would appreciate it. And if you're watching on YouTube, give the old thumbs up and leave a comment in the comment section. That helps out as well. For you season-long players, Bench with Bubba coming at you twice this week, so go check that out. And if you're playing uh, PGA DFS, go to uh, the always pressing PGA DFS podcast to get things popping for you there as well. All right, totals on the early slate. We have four so far, or three. Rays Brewers seven and a half waiting on uh, Wrigley Nationals Cubs. You have Yankees Mariners seven and a half Giants Padres eight and a half waiting on two more totals as I just mentioned. But we'll get into this one. You got Brandon Woodruff was supposed to start on Tuesday. Got moved to Wednesday. It's Freddie Peralta started on Tuesday. Woodruff at ninety six at home against Tampa Bay on a small slate. Don't mind this one at all. Didn't like him on the big slate. There's better options I thought on the smaller slate. You got Tampa Bay striking out twenty four point five percent of the time versus right-handed pitching the past month. You do have a two fifty average and a one thirteen WRC plus, but Good spot for Woodruff if you so choose. It's a tough, tough pitching slate compared to what we saw on a Tuesday night. So Woodruff is definitely one that takes the cake here. Tywan Walker at 8400 bucks has been struggling. His last start got just destroyed by Atlanta. It was okay, not great in his previous two starts. was really dealing prior to that. He gets Cincinnati at home. So he's not in Great American Small Park. Since he's striking out 24.5% of the time versus righties this past month with a 95 WRC plus on a six-game slate. He is in play for you as well. Uh, Patrick Sandoval at 7,300 bucks. If you can get that slider or that changeup going, you got something good there. He's got 16 points in his two starts. Uh, hopefully going up against Oakland, you can, uh, you know, make some hay in that situation. They check out 24% of the time versus lefties hitting 218 with an 81 WRC plus. So Sandoval at 73 is an option for you. And one of the plays I like a ton, this will be locked into all of my lineups is Justin Steele at 6,200 bucks. Talked about him on bench with Bubba this past week. I picked him up in a lot of leagues. Um, there is some blow-up potential with Steele. We've seen it in the past, but he's got massive strikeout upside. 10 Ks in his last start. Only went four and two-thirds 
Only went three and two thirds the time before that, but six Ks in that start. Big time strikeout arm going up against, and he can, he's gone five and six innings prior to that. So he's got massive upside. Ninety three pitches his last time out. They're not, not going to go much past between ninety and hundred. So that's the downside with Justin Steele. But at sixty two hundred dollars, it checks out really well. Going up against a Washington Nationals team tracking out twenty two percent of the time versus lefties. So Steele is definitely high on my radar. So Woodruff. Walker, I guess, Sandoval and Steele. It's almost Woodruff, Sandoval and Steele is where I'm looking to go. Pitching's not great on this early six-game slate. Um, if you're looking at bats, we'll go through this real quick. Catcher's position for you. You go Wilson Contreras if you want. Josiah Gray gives up a ton of home runs. He gets a lot of strikeouts with a ton of home runs. So he can be a pay-up spot at 5K if you want, or you just save some scratch and you go down to some cheaper options like Kyber Ruiz double-donged on Tuesday. I don't want him against Justin Steele, but he's interesting to say the least. Uh, Jose Trevino against Robbie Ray. Ray's been struggling with the long ball a bit. So Trevino at 29 could be a nice contrarian look for you in that matchup. Otherwise, it's a it's a getaway day. So look for some value potentials. Maybe Jan Gomes gets a start for Chicago. He's $2,100. That could be a way to go out. Uh, maybe the Giants throw out uh, wins as a cheapie against Sean Mania because we will look to target Sean Mania because that's what I love to do is target Sean Mania, who I just think is not very good. So we can have some fun there. Uh, first base position, Shohei Otani versus Blackburn's fine at 61. I like that a lot. But going back to the Mets again, Pete Alonso, 6K versus Zook of Cincinnati is a very, very strong spot to uh, look to target things on this slate. Um, cheaper options, though, if you are fading Justin Steele, Luke Voigt does hit lefties very well. And Luke Voigt's 4100 bucks. He's hitting with a lot of power these days. So not a bad play if you're paying down at the position. But um, it, it's definitely an option for you. If you're fading Taiwan Walker, you want to fade him with lefties a little bit. So Joey Votto at 3500 bucks is an angle you can go to as well. Um, other than that, uh, Chad Pender versus the lefty at 2,700. I like Sandoval on this slate, but if you're not using him, Chad Pender is a good look at $2,700 as well. It's a rough six game slate. So maybe tread lightly is the best thing I'll say. Uh, second base position for you, Jonathan India at 48. Sure. If, if you're fading Taiwan, but Jeff McNeil at 46 is good. Uh, Morel, Christopher Morel, uh, at 45, not Abby Marston, uh, Josiah Gray. That's an angle. Again, we're fading Mania. So Wilmer Flores at 4400 bucks, and throw Estrada at 40 Second base and shortstop eligible. So you can play Flores and Estrada if you so choose. So both really good looks for me on this one. David Fletcher at 31. He's have that massive, massive ceiling, but he's been better of late. So on a slate like this, he does come into play for you. Third base position, uh, Josh Donaldson is in play for you as well. Uh, he's $4,100 versus Robbie Ray, and Donaldson is heating up pretty, pretty good. So he's another guy to take a peek at. Evan Longoria is back, loves his lefties. He's 4K. So the Giants Giants and Mets right now, right out the gate, will be two of my top top looks on this slate. Um, other than that, J.D. Davis at 22 is a steal. It's, uh, he's third base only, so he can't play longer. But J.D. Davis at 2200 bucks, mashes lefties. He's been swinging it really good since coming over to the Giants. That's a good price point at 2200 bucks for J.D. Davis. Uh, shortstop and door went deep on uh, Tuesday, 6K versus Zook. Um, that's not a bad play. I guess another pitcher you could use, Jeffrey Springs versus Milwaukee if you need to on a small slate. I could see some appeal there. But Thyro Estrada, again, second base shortstop eligible at 42. Uh, I like that play quite a bit. David Fletcher is 3100 bucks. He's got multi-eligibility as well. Oh, man, I'm going to really want to see some lineups because there's some ugly, ugly stuff. Outfield, you got Judge at 65. Mentioned Otani as well. Both nice looks. Starley Marte at 55 is a very strong play as well. Um, Hunter Renfro against Springs, if you're not using Springs at 52. Brandon Nimmo, most won't pay 5100 bucks for. That is a, a, a Nate one at 48. So 
couple expensive Mets bats that people probably won't pay for. Mention Morell at forty five hundred bucks. He is on the list of things to do. You could always fade Jacob Junis with San Diego if you want. They're priced up. A guy like Jerks and Profar at forty three could be an angle in that matchup. Um, the Angels like it's a great matchup, and they've just been so bad. Like Taylor Ward's thirty nine hundred bucks. Austin Slater should get the leadoff spot for the Giants against Manaya at thirty seven. That's one I would definitely take a look at as well. A few other cheap ones on this slate. If the Franamil's in the lineup for Chicago, he's Trent Grisham at 28 is a good value on this slate. Robbie Tega is down to 27 for the Cubs. He's been struggling, but on this slate, he could come in and play. Same with Velasquez for Chicago at 2600 Could be another value. You could look at Yerman. Mercedes might get the start for the Giants. He's 2500 bucks against Manaya. so you got a couple cheapies when it comes to the Giants. Checks the box is pretty well for me, so I like, I like that quite a bit. And I apologize for some reason, StreamYard keeps muting me, so I'm trying to catch it as quickly as I can. So I apologize. There's a couple of hiccups here. It's already happened twice in the first eight minutes of the show. Not sure why StreamYard is doing that, but I'm trying to watch that for you guys. So I apologize already. But um, stack-wise, the Mets is a phenomenal stack for Cincy. You could go Milwaukee if you want to be contrarian versus Springs. Or for the Mets, the Cubs are not bad. Um Love the Giants. Those would be like my main targets on this slate is Mets and Giants would be my two top looks on this early six gamer. All right, nine game main slate starting off at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Totals we have so far. Marlins, Phillies, total of seven. Blue Jays, Orioles, nine. Braves, Red Sox, nine and a half. Guardians, Rangers, Astros, seven and a half. Cardinals, Rockies, 11. Pirates, D-backs, eight. So we've got most of the totals on this slate and we got of course Colorado to uh, really spice up the totals on this one but when we're looking at pitching you got Verlander at 10-5 Verlander's just got such a phenomenal floor with the ceiling he's like a 25 plus two four five six straight starts over 25 points the dude is ridiculous and now he gets a Texas Rangers offense that strikes out 24 percent of the time versus right he's hitting 240 like great play if you want to pay up Verlander's a stud you cash game play with tournament appeal I like that quite a bit I am not like I'd rather pay for Verlander than Alcantara. Alcantara is great. He's got to go deep in the games. The strikeouts just haven't been there. He could surprise people. So if you want to be like really contrarian, you can pivot to Alcantara off Verlander. I'll still go Verlander's route. I am not paying 10 3 for Ryan Pepio. Pepio is a good story. We like to play him when he's like in 6Ks and low sevens, not at 10 3. So I'll pass there. Other than that, it's bleak. Like Pavetta is super risky. Noah Sendergaard at 79. You know, you got to watch the lefties against Sendergaard. Uh, he got kind of hit around by the Nats his last time out, but on this slate, that pitching's bad. He's seventy nine hundred bucks versus Miami, and we saw what some other uh, pitchers have done against Miami lately. They're striking out twenty two point five percent of the time versus righties, hitting two sixteen with a .079 ISO and a sixty seven WRC plus. So Syndergaard at seventy nine, he does check the box. I would love to play Jose Quintana. It's in Coors though, so at your own risk. It's one of those I could see working, but people said that about Miklas. I did not, but people said that about Miklas. Miklas got. 14 hits and 10 earned runs in his short, short outing. Quintana's interesting to 75, especially on the slate. I'll say that much. I'm not in love with it, but it's interesting. Other than that, yeah, that's why he's interesting. That's all I'm going to say. That's why it's it's bleak. Like Jose Barrios at 73 bucks against Baltimore. You could, could go there. He got blown up at Minnesota's last time out. He's been much better at home than on the road. His previous four starts were at home, pitched really well in all four. Well, he's back on the road, folks, at Baltimore. So 
Be wary of that one in Baltimore, though, striking out 18% of the time the last month for righties, team 271 with a 157 ice on a 117 WRC plus. They are not your father's Orioles. This is not a walk in the park. So be very careful. Like it's a bad slate, so you can do it, but I don't want to. So it's like Verlander, you can go Alcantara because the slate's that bad. Cindergaard and Quintana's got some merit based on this slate. It's really, really bad. But when you look at Colorado, um, striking out about 20% of the time versus lefties with a 73 WRC plus last month. It's a uh, pretty, pretty bad. I'll even, I'll even narrow the search down lefties at home over the past month for Colorado. Um, they're hit striking out 17%, 291 average, 152 ISO, still an 87 WRC plus. So on a small slate, I can see it. It's just not pretty. It's a rough, both pitching slates are rough. It'd be one thing if they're kind of mixed together. You'd have like six options. It's pretty bleak, which means lots of bats on this slate. Let's go catcher's position here for you. JTR had a big game on Monday. Not going to look target him versus Alcantara if I don't need to, but Will Smith versus uh, Sonny Gray at 51. Not bad, but give me some Salvi. If you're paying up, Salvi at 48 versus Johnny Cueto. Salvi's just been in another another ballpark these days. Same with MJ Melendez. He's 4500 bucks versus, um, versus Cueto. So I like those two if you're paying up at the position. Don't mind Kirk. He just hasn't had that ceiling game lately, but maybe it comes. I'd rather have Adley Rushman at 43 versus Jose Barrios. Rushman has been a beast. I've been, I have wrote about him in a couple articles, talked about him on the show. Dude's been mashing. So go check that out if you're curious. The uh, Fantasy Pros article, I have him in there. 4300 bucks for Rushman against Jose Barrios. That is a play for you. Danny Jansen at 39 against Kramer. I'd rather save 500 and get to Jansen than Alhan or Kirk. That's how weird things are right now. And then maybe Servin gets to start for Colorado. He's 3200 bucks for Quintana. I don't really want to pay 45 for Elias Diaz, but uh 32 for Servin. In a super tournament, we want to get frisky. Gary Sanchez is 2500 bucks. He has been dreadful lately, but 2500 bucks against Papio. It's interesting. At least has a little bit of merit to it on this slate. And then if Yadi Molina gets to start, he's 2100 bucks in Coors Field against Freeland. So that is a punt in the making. First base, you got Goldian Coolers, which is totally fine if you want to. But like Freeman at 54 versus Sonny Gray, I keep looking to attack Sonny Gray. The White Sox have been a massive disappointment, but they get Chris uh, Bubik, so 4900 bucks for Abreu. Love the Braves again. I keep going to them. 4800 bucks for Matt Olson versus Nick Pavetta is not a shabby spot to be in as well. You got Cronin Coolers. I'd, I'd be contrarian. I'd rather go to Olson or Abreu for a couple hundred more. That's just me because I'd like to fade Coolers at all costs if possible. Uh, I'm not saying you have to, but I would like to just to be contrarian and to get that leverage if they don't come through. Uh, Christian Walker at 38 is not bad, but Jose Miranda, first base, third base eligible at 3400 bucks versus Papillo is a really, really good good price for Miranda at first base or third base. Uh, I like that quite a bit if you want to save some scratch. Ryan Mountcastle's 3K versus Jose Barrios if you want to fade him. I think it's a great fade spot. So like, if you want to pay for Alcantara and Verlander, get some cheap Baltimore bats versus Barrios, it's not the worst uh, thing you could come up with on this slate. And then Vinny Pascantino had two home runs in the doubleheader on um, on Tuesday, and he's 2100 bucks versus Johnny Cueto. So maybe that all those quality metrics that showcase some possible positive regression, maybe they're coming for Vinny P. So 2100 bucks versus Johnny Cueto is a fun spot to be in. And also, just like Tuesday night, there is weather concerns in Baltimore and Philadelphia again. So keep an eye on that. Second base position for you, you got Altuve, which is fine versus Glenado. Houston, should, there's going to be a lot of offense, a lot of offense on Wednesday. So Jose Altuve at 53, he's just fine. Um, Gavin Lux for Sunny Gray, I guess, is fine. And Josh Rojas at 46, I like a little more to be a little different because most people like to play the Dodgers. So that's an angle for you. But like Andres Jimenez going up against Hutchinson for Detroit. Jimenez at 42, that's a very good tournament play. Most won't go to him on this slate, so I like that quite a bit. 
Um, you know, Jorge Polanco, 3,900 bucks isn't bad. I'd prefer Jimenez, honestly, over Polanco, but both are nice savings on this slate. Ramon Urias at 3,400 bucks, second base, third base eligible is, is in play for you for sure. Uh, Kevin Biggio, if you're stacking Toronto at 2,800 bucks, I could see the value if you want to go that route as well. I didn't see his name on here, but maybe, oh yeah, Aaron Savali, 6,500 bucks. He's a punt play as well on this slate because uh, pitching's that bad. He's coming off the IL. Not sure 100% how stretched out he is, but at 6,500 bucks, you can go to Savali if you need to. Uh, third base for you, though, you got J Ram at 58. Like that one a lot. Don't mind Rafael Devers either. Kyle Wright is, has not been as locked down as he once was. I prefer J Ram or even Austin Riley at 52. Riley did what he was supposed to do for us on Tuesday, mashing, bombing away. So, you can go back to Riley at 52 uh, and be just fine with that. Don't mind Bregman, but I prefer Riley or Matt Chapman at 4,800 bucks. Those would be my two pay-up spots at the third base position. Uh, if you're stacking Kansas City, though, Bobby Wood Jr. at 46. He's third base shortstop eligible. He has uh, some merit to him as well. And then cheaper plays, Letimus Diaz hit a grand slam off of press. He loves hitting lefties. He's hitting right. He's pretty fine, too, at 37. Cabrian Hayes is a very good value against Mad Bum at 3,500 bucks. If you look at all the hard-hit metrics and barrel metrics and all that kind of stuff that – are, are guys that are doing that but underachieving. Cabrian Hayes is near the top of all of those lists. He's hitting the ball extremely well. So the production will come sooner than later, hopefully. So 3500 bucks for Cabrian Hayes versus Bumgarner is good. Mentioned Ramon Urias. Mentioned Jose Miranda. Like them both a lot at their price point at 3400 bucks. So those are good plays for you. And then Montero of Colorado. I don't want to fade all of Coors when you can get Montero first base, third base eligible at 2700 very good value. Dude's been like a double-digit point machine since getting called up. So that's a really, really good value if you want to go there. Uh, shortstop, you can go Trey Turner if you so choose. But uh, I'm looking at guys like Ahmed Rosario at $4,900. And again, too cheap. He double-donged on Tuesday. Bobachet is still $4,500 for Kramer. That is your play at shortstop. Just keep playing him while he's far too cheap. You can go higher if you want, but I just save the money and pay $4,500 for Boba Shett. Uh, Jorge Mateo in a Baltimore stack at 35 is fine. Paul DeYoung went to Ding Dong City on uh, Tuesdays, $3,400. Again, not looking to stack the game, but if you're looking for some value, you can go there. But pretty much, I want to play Boba Shett at $4,500. Outfield, you got Alvarez at 59 Really, really good spot for him. Um, you got Bob in your White Box stacks. Tyler O'Neill's in Coors, yeah, $4,800. Uh, but T. Oscar had the day off on Tuesday. Hopefully he's back in the lineup. He's 4,600 versus Kramer. I love that T. Oscar, Bobachet combo right there. That's a really strong spot. Mentioned MJ Melendez at 4,500 for Kansas City. Uh, Michael Harris, the second, is 4,400 bucks. He had a big game on Tuesday, really hitting it well. Similar to Brian Hayes, he's on all the hard hit barrel metrics, doing very well, hitting ninth for Atlanta. So big boy stuff there for Michael Harris at 4,400. Um, farther down, I keep saying that Eloy Jimenez is mashing. He's only 4300 bucks versus Chris Buick. That is a great spot there for Eloy, so you can check that box if you so choose. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel is leading off on Tuesday's 4K versus Kramer. Um, AJ Pollock's been leading off because Tim Anderson's pretty much done for the season. He's 3800 bucks versus Buick. When he leads off, I like him a little more. I'm not a huge Pollock fan, but there's a lot of upside in that matchup leading off. Oscar Gonzalez of Cleveland's 3400 bucks if you're looking to go cheap and stacking Cleveland. A uh, few other ones to look at here. Um, maybe Eddie Rosario, if you're going deep in an Atlanta stack at 3K, there is value there. I'm not in love with Eddie, but he is showing some signs of life. So 3K as a value in a stack for Atlanta, I can get behind that. Otherwise, uh, check lineups. There'll be a few more values that pop up here and there. 
Recapping your pitching, Verlander, 10-5, is the guy to go to. You can pivot to Alcantara or pair them together if you want. Alcantara is 10-3. Other than that, it's Syndergaard at 79, Quintana at 75, and Savali at 65. That's where you're looking. It's bad, really bad. Stacking things up, though, um, this is where it gets fun. I like Baltimore. I like a game stack. I like Baltimore versus Perrios. I also like Toronto versus Kramer. I almost like Baltimore a little more to be contrarian. So that's definitely a place I don't mind going on the slate. Uh, a few others went against Pavetta. Yet again, Pavetta's just been broken. So you can go Boston versus Wright if you want, but I prefer Atlanta in a big, big way. Cleveland is a good stack versus Hutchinson. That's a strong one. Houston versus Otto's fine. White Sox versus Bubik's pretty nice as well. Uh, Coors is Coors. Don't mind some Pittsburgh. Don't think I'm going to a full stack, but some one-offs versus um, Bumgarner. And then obviously the Dodgers versus... Um, Sonny Grayson play for you as well. But my main focus, that Toronto-Baltimore game, Atlanta, Cleveland. Those are my main focuses, but you have a lot, a lot of ways to go on this slate. So make sure you check them all out. Make sure you give me a follow on Twitter at BDNTrick with any questions you have, or check us out on the Fantasy DJ's Discord. It's free. Again, apologize for the technical difficulties. I have no idea what StreamYard is doing. Tried to catch them as quickly as I can. It just, like, mutes me out of nowhere. So hopefully it uh, stops doing that, but it's been doing that, like, every, like, sixth show I do. It's been doing that. So sorry about that. But again, hope you guys have a good Wednesday, six game early, nine game main slate. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow with more DFS action. But for now, MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, August 10th edition in the books. I'm out. Yeah.